Hey, what's up, Dolphins? It's Mike Kosicki, tight end for Miami Dolphins. Uh, the wait is over, and it's finally time for football. Make sure you check out the Fin Addicts podcast and subscribe to the Fin Addicts Network on YouTube. Fin Addicts Network. Yes, sir. Well, I already started. So hello and welcome or welcome <laughs> back to the Fanatics Miami Dolphins podcast. I am the legendary Sabak. This is my Corona glass, which I took from a not a prominent establishment that would be giving them way too much credit. But it is a bar in my hometown and I will give anybody $20 if they can tell me which one. So you see it or you don't see it. Hell, take a shot in the dark. I saw you squint. See, you were trying. You want that $20. Yeah, I was peeking in. <laughs> I, I was looking at a website, and then I heard the $20 thing. I'm like, all right, let me take a look here. <laughs> and, of course, as always, I am joined by my very good friend and co-host, the ever – wait, wait, wait – the ever awesome and sometimes honest, often honest, handsome Jimmy. How you doing today? I was – I was going to say sometimes honest, man. I feel like that's one of like my better qualities or like one of my few, I I'll shoot you straight, you know? So always honest. Oh, you maybe, maybe not, maybe not always. That's it's, why I know. said I was always awesome. Often honest. Uh, there you go. That's good. You gotta, you can't let everybody know everything. You gotta keep a, keep a couple exactly. secrets, you know, hold on, keep the cards close, bro. You've played poker before. I know you have. Absolutely. Not well, but I've done it. Hey, don't worry. That's you and me both, man. <laughs> I'm a, uh, I'm doing good, man. You know, happy to be back. We got the draft coming up. I'm excited. Kind of like that's the kickoff of the season. And it's, it's, uh, it's just good to be back. See a man, talk to you. Um, you know, I meant to ask you pre-show if, you know, how we should address this, but you know, everyone knows that's possibly listening to this. So, you know, Brian passing, um, horrible news, man. Um, mm -hmm. very unexpected. And yeah, so, uh, you know, it's just good to be here talking dolphin football with you. And, you know, we do have a lot of people that listen and pay attention to what we're doing and what we're saying. So it's, it's beautiful. All the love that dolphins fans and the dolphin, uh, I mean, the dolphin franchise showed for, yeah. for Brian was, was crazy. So a lot of love out there, man. I gotta be, I gotta be honest, you know, I've been actually saving it uh, for the, I guess the, the victory speech, so to, uh, so to speak, because we did start the uh, GoFundMe, which is still going, everybody, to go out there and go find it. I don't know, dude. If you're following us on Twitter, uh, chances are I have tweeted it and will likely tweet it again. And I'm, of course, going to bring it up uh, the night of the draft. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to end up on a couple different live streams. I'm going to go um, pop on with uh, the Welcome to Perfect Bill gentlemen on night one and then i believe i will be popping in for a little bit with the finn maniacs on night three so i know on night one we're going to be talking about that a little bit we're going to pump that because we are literally almost at the goal dude we are less than 700 away so everybody i mean get out there throw whatever you can into it let's get it to that goal so we can send that money on over there and you know brian's wife can go do something great with it and um absolutely yeah, that's what we're looking forward to so uh yeah 
on to the draft. That's man. that. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. On to the draft. So we were looking at it, and of course, Miami picks at the sixth overall spot and number 18 overall. Now, I was just talking about the first round, of course, which have, that's the one that most of the people are going to watch. This one most of the people are all that interested in. We will touch on some later rounds, but for the time being, we're looking right here. So the first question, I guess, that we got to ask is, what are Miami's needs? What are, what are we looking at? So, you know, I went, went around, you know, I had my thoughts of what their needs were. So I would say, uh, you know, a little bit in no particular order, mm-hmm. receiver, yeah. edge rusher, um, maybe safety. Uh, do they want to address running back? Um, you know, it's, there's, I would say edge rusher is a pretty glaring need. Uh, but what kind of upset me when I went to go look around is I saw O-line as the number one um, need a lot of places. Yeah. And it upsets me quite a bit to the point where I argue people about it on Twitter. I argue with people that my reasoning is how many assets, high-end assets, are we going to spend on our offensive line? I was told last year that Austin, Austin Jackson was a project. He had a fairly decent year. So if he's a project, then he should have an even better the year this year. Like we should be working on him. That's right. Um, so I won't go ranting and raving just yet. Like this is my first time talking on this episode. So I won't dive into all that, but you know, I think more importantly edge uh, and some weapons yeah. and like whatever kind of weapons you want, whether it's pass catcher running back, whatever just some sort of offensive weapons is is what i think is higher than o-line right right am i crazy to think no, not at all. we're gonna go back at the o-line at least not not so well we don't need to spend number six i love Suwell. i kind of like I, I don't know i could see him being bad he played in the pack 12 there's nothing's really scaring me out there i get everyone's huge on him but does it need to be that high of a pick on o-line again Probably not. I mean, I I agree with you. I mean, we did draft three guys last year that all ended up in the starting lineup. So, I mean, yeah, they might have not performed super great, but they did have moments where it's like, oh, look at that. I think this unit actually might be coming together. Um, So I do think it's a little bit uh, premature to start sounding the warning bells on the offensive line. You know, like, again, there were three rookies on that starting line or <laughs> on the starting lineup of the offensive line at a greater portion of last year. So we should really see how they develop first. And we really got to get some weapons because look all the time in the world, isn't going to help Tua if he doesn't have anybody who can get open. That's kind yes. of the reoccurring theme that we saw last year when he was in is okay. Well, even when he had enough time to survey the field, nobody was getting open which I guess would lead us to that question. So supposing they are going to take an offensive weapon at sixth overall, who do you think they're going to take? All right. So I hope it comes down to Pitts and Chase are both there. And I hope they pick one of the two. Like that's dream scenario to me is, if we can come out of there with one of those two guys, I don't care if they draft a kicker at 18 and a long snapper at uh, 34. I forgot. I had everything pulled up here because uh, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't care if they select a long snapper at, at 36 after that. 
Um, if those two guys are there, I'll be very happy. If one of those two guys is there, I'll be very happy. That that's what I'm looking for here. Um, the Jamar Chase people are, you know, because he he didn't play last year, correct? So correct. he he was out last year. Uh, the last time he played was with Joe Burrow and Justin Jefferson lined up across across from him. He was the better receiver than Justin Jefferson on the LSU team. Jefferson just came in and tore up the league. This kid has prototypical size, weight, speed. Um, uh, what is that? Catch radius, vertical. Like this dude's insane. I know everybody fell in love with Devonta, especially the way that he made people or Devonte I, I, uh, Smith. The way he just made people look like they were standing still in the national championship in the majority of last year. Um, but I think Chase is uh, head and shoulders the best wide receiver in this class. Or if it ends up being Pitts, man, who, you know, everybody talks about Lawrence is the number one sure thing here. He's the generational talent. Well, I think that the best football player in this draft and the most sure thing in this draft is actually Kyle Pitts. I think he is more certain to be like, he has a higher floor to me than anybody else in this draft. Just it being a different position. You know what I mean? Like the quarterback's a tough thing. We've seen these dudes. Sure thing. Generational. This is the guy and boom, nothing happens. Um, we haven't seen a tight end like this come out in a long time. They're few and far in between. I mean, the kids getting compared to, uh, you know, Tony Gonzalez and, and dudes like that. So I really hope they come out of there with uh, with Pitts or Chase. The concern here is how everything falls before that, right? I mean, we know Lawrence, Wilson, and then they're saying probably another QB at three. Yeah, It's Lance, Lance or uh, uh, Matt Jones, they're Which saying. I guess they also want... just be a smoke screen, and they might actually just take uh, Justin Fields. Yeah, because that confused me. But who are they? Who are they? Smoke. They they moved up to three. Yeah, and we know one two. So who are they? There's no one to really trick that. Because that's my thing. I'm like, why aren't they taking fields? Like, if I you think that's the, insane, you trade it up. I think their concern might be that if they express enough interest in fields, that maybe the Jets might think, hmm. Perhaps we should not take this Zach Wilson kid and maybe we should take Justin Fields instead if he is that uh, good that the great Kyle Shanahan, uh, whom Robert Sala uh, had previously worked for. Yeah. If he thinks that that is the guy to go with, maybe we should take him instead. So you, all, you like Fields over Wilson? I do. Here's my thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. I haven't seen a lot of that. Yeah, I, know. I like Zach Wilson, man. I, but I, I watched him a lot last year. I, I like that kid a lot. I like Zach Wilson. He is very fun to watch. And I think in the right situation, yeah. he, he will be a very good quarterback. My issue is, and he could still develop into a good quarterback or a great quarterback in New York. But y'all, everybody's got to be prepared. It's not going to be pretty for his first couple seasons. He's going to turn the mm -hmm. ball over. Because there's a lot of throws that he makes that they it works in college, it works at BYU, you know, it works against yeah. uh, whatever state university he was playing against. Uh, but making some of those throws in the NFL, those are picks. <laughs> those you know, are Boise State. Don't downplay <laughs> Boise. All right, shout out to our fans in Boise. Don't be doing that. The blue turf, baby. We love Boise. 
Don't and Boise's a powerhouse every year, man. Come I don't on. mind Boise. They gave us Jay Ajay, who was great for a season, but that's neither hey, here nor there. It ain't Clemson or Bama like Fields was Dustin. You know what I mean? I so yeah, it's a little faster and a little different. Boise to Bama is or yeah. Boise to Clemson's. It's the big difference. So I, I agree with you. I agree with you. So he could still very well develop into a great quarterback, but it's not going to be pretty early on, especially if he's thrown right into the fire and he has to immediately step in and become the savior of the franchise. Yeah, you try running around wheeling and dealing like you were doing at BYU. Trust me, you're going to turn the ball over. And that's what I'm asking out of him. I think if it wasn't for Patrick Mahomes and his success, we wouldn't even be talking about Zach Wilson as the number two overall pick, right? I hundred percent agree. He'd probably because people. Be... That's what I keep hearing about him is like he's got that. He wears a headband. <laughs> like I think that's what it is. Is they both wear a headband, so people are like, "Oh shit, he looks like Mahomes, man!" Like you see this? Oh, no, like, because we wear a headband, and yeah. no one's like mistaking us. To, you know? <laughs> Dude, I was literally about to say the same thing. I was like, we're wearing headbands. Should we get drafted in the top five? <laughs> Maybe. But that's the thing. It's it's the headband coupled with making throws that other people would generally uh, encourage you not to make. Because it, I think, I forget who said it on TV, but they nailed it. Because it's like, he makes these kind of throws where you're thinking the entire time, don't throw it, don't throw it, don't throw that. Oh my God, he made a play. You know? Yeah, great throw. Yeah. His tape was filled with that sort of thing but it's not going to look that way in the pros you know it, it never does he he played baseball correct right i yeah. i might did i hear that he played okay maybe not in college but he was good in high school or something i i think i heard a uh i don't know if it was an executive or a scout i was kind of working out partially hearing nfl network mm-hmm. someone said that uh he was a baseball guy and that's what like teams are valuing that over a lot of other stuff right now this is going from different arm angles throw you get an infielder you get a shortstop it it like it transfers over very well people are finally starting to realize that it worked with russell wilson and i don't know why it took people so long to realize that throwing at these different arm angles is a huge advantage but that doesn't mean that every shortstop is a college or an nfl worthy quarterback you know what i mean yeah exactly and that was the thing Uh, i think uh, a lot of people overlooked the patrick mahomes now i don't know if he played baseball necessarily but his dad was a major league pitcher for who's that uh patrick mahomes no oh yeah mahomes played baseball yeah yeah yeah. i didn't know his dad was uh yeah he played i I don't think he played in college but he he was good in high school i thought i read yeah yeah and uh, and I thought you were asking who the who his dad was because I believe his dad's name was also Patrick Mahomes. Oh yeah, I didn't know that about his dad. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. that's cool. But uh, or Pat, yeah, Pat Mahomes, something like that. But yeah, he was a major league pitcher for a number of years, and so this this is all normal. And I've kind of yeah. picked that up too. I love quarterbacks that also played baseball because they do come with a different kind of skill set. That I mean, just pure quarterbacks, pure football players maybe didn't pick up you know yeah yeah it's i mean and that's that doesn't mean we'll never reach a day when it's like oh a quarterback can't be good if they didn't play middle infield you know what i mean like that'll never that'll never happen before we put too much stock into it anyways Jameis winston was also apparently a pretty prolific baseball player yeah. So I, I, and, but I wonder, I wonder what position he played. Cause he doesn't show the arm angles. Like I, I, to me, it's gotta be like, 
you got to be a pitcher that has multiple release points mm-hmm. or you got to be a shortstop for a second baseman. Cause you know, you're throwing at over the top three quarters or sidearm, you know, yeah, yeah. if you're an outfielder, it doesn't really, you're coming over the top with a crow hop most of the time. Like, so I, I don't think it carries that much weight for any other position outside of the middle infield. And even mm-hmm. at that point, or even, you know, even with that, I, I think it's going to be like a little overvalued someday in he the was, near future. Jameis was a relief pitcher and an outfielder. Oh yeah. See, you can tell he, he has the one same, you know, motion. Although I do think he's set up to have a good year this year. Oh yeah, um, for sure. He's in the right place. He's in a great situation. So I, I could absolutely see him recapturing some of what we thought he would become when Tampa yeah. Bay drafted him. Which uh, um, I got to ask you this now because we brought it up. Yeah. At this point now, looking back, who would you say was the better quarterback? Uh, Jameis or Marcus Mariota? Well, just at this point, because it's not over yet. Mariota looked decent in a little bit of time this year. Mm-hmm. And Jameis, I mean, if he cut down, you know, even just half of his interceptions, he would have had a really good, I mean, he had a good, really good year. Absolutely. You knock 15 interceptions off of that, and it's a great year. I love it. I mean, he, I know he said he said that too, though, man, because he's like, you know, if it were if you cut out the interceptions, I was balling this year. And it's like, yeah, he, I know it's huge, like, what if or a huge, like, oh, we're gonna overlook 15 to 20 interceptions. I know that's a lot, but mm. I mean, come on. Um, <laughs> so who's who's had the better uh, who's had the better career so far? Um, I, I would say Jameis, but I could also hear the argument that maybe that's like some recency bias. Cause I don't even remember Mariota playing now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't remember, I feel like Tannehill has been there for a while and I don't remember the last time Mariota Jameis is like more recent in my head. You know, yeah. we saw Jameis play a full 16, you know, a year and a half ago, two years ago, whatever it was. And Mariota, he showed some good flat. I, I think that no matter who my answer is, both of their stories aren't even close to over yet. Right. I thought Mariota looked really good when he came in. He was running like a mofo, man. Like if he can still get that, if he still got a little bit of an arm, I think Mariota could help a team. Um, and I think Jameis is going to have a good year. So I would lean Jameis, but neither one of their stories are complete yet. Oh yeah, for sure. And I'd be forced to agree with you. I do think uh, very much the same. I liked, I've always kind of liked Jameis. I've always been rooting for him to succeed. And I would say on the surface, it looks like he's had a better career so far. But of course, like you said, the stories are far from over. So that remains to be seen. I am curious to see how it plays out. Uh, Now, where are we leaning towards? I think you started a question. Go ahead. Oh yeah, no, just, just getting back to the draft. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I want to know who you think we, we hit there first. And I, I, you know, I said chase or Pitts. what, what concerns me here is that there is a scenario being kicked around where they're both gone by the time that we draft and it's Atlanta taking Pitts at four and Cincinnati taking uh chase at five uh-huh. and that like infuriates me to no end and not, but just, not just because the Dolphins are missing out on them. You're, star rookie quarterback is out part into like part of next season mm-hmm. and you're going to pass on this generational talent suell at, at ot like everyone's a generational talent now 
there there's not four generational talents in this draft i'm sorry no. like everyone's just saying oh pitts is a once in a lifetime so well once in a lifetime lawrence once in a lifetime um cincinnati are they really gonna pass up protecting did you see the size of the scar on burrow's knee in that photo shoot they did Sure Bro, that thing's like a foot and a half long, dude. You're not going to go and get this kid. If Suell is that great, you're not going to go and get this dude. You, you want to, oh, it's the reunion of Chase and Burrow. Yeah, it's going to be great when Burrow gets his head taken off and he can't play anyways. And you got. Uh, huh. It's going to create one know. one beautiful highlight play where he chucks it down to Chase. Touchdown. And then they're looking back. Oh, well, Burrow's down. Yep, Burrow's limping, going down the field to celebrate or something. Yeah, they're carrying him down the field to, for a two-point conversion. Like, what's his name? Uh, what's this from uh, Marshall? Oh, no, man. from Marshall. Uh, what's the uh, – he played with the Jaguars. Marshall. No, 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 no. You, the, the black dude from, oh. the, from the Jaguars, the quarterback, when he played for Marshall, they carried him down the field for a uh, two-point conversion. Which one? He hurt his leg. Doe, David he went Garrard? to the Jag. No, he went to the Jaguars. Big dude, uh, Leach, or uh, uh, oh man, he Babe. coaches now. Byron Leftwich. Tan- Byron Leftwich. Yeah, Leftwich yeah. is what I'm talking about. <laughs> He's with the Bucks now. You know, you remember that he hurt his leg uh, when he was at Marshall. Mm. That's who we played for, right, Marshall? I think so. We could always double check, he, but he threw a bomb downfield, hurt his ankle, and the O lineman picked him up and carried him down the field. Uh, either to go for the touchdown and win or go for two or something like that. Um, I remember watching it <laughs> yeah, live and going nuts. Okay. And I remember watching it live and going nuts. I was like, yo, this dude's the man. I'm like, yeah. he's going to be so good. And- yeah, that's what everybody thought. For those of you guys that don't remember, uh, Byron Leftwich would go on to get selected seventh overall in the 2003 NFL draft. Of course, as you can imagine, his career did not really go all that well, which is why he's coaching now. But yeah, the, but you know what? They can that. cut that bull. Exactly. He's doing a very good job. And the knock on him was, oh, he doesn't understand the playbook. He doesn't know what he's doing, uh, work ethic. You can cut that shit out right now because mm-hmm. clearly this dude knows what he's doing yeah. and he's got a good work because he's busting his ass and doing a Look, great job. There is a reason Bruce Arians vouched for him, went to bat for him and sought him out. When he got the job initially, he's like, I know who I want as my offensive coordinator. He didn't hesitate. It's like, and he called him immediately. And Byron Leftwich came right over. Maybe the dude was playing for the Jags who suck. He was on like a (laughs) hopeless team. Like maybe that was it. Maybe, maybe that killed his motivation. Like I wouldn't blame him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So yeah. So in in terms of that scenario that you, that you laid out there, in, in the very unlikely scenario that Cincinnati decides not to take Sewell, which I, I couldn't understand. I, I can't even fathom that just considering the fact that their star quarterback is now coming off of this, uh, coming off a torn ACL. How do you not? And, and he's coming off the torn ACL as a result of the porous offensive line that they had in front of him. Uh, I can't imagine them passing on Sewell, but if they do, and Miami ends up in that situation, I don't believe there's any cause for concern. Now, people don't agree with me, and that's fine, but I would be perfectly okay with Miami taking Devontae Smith right there. Lock him up. Send a pick in. I thought you were going to say Jalen Waddle. See, everybody assumes that. Why? (laughs) Because he's fast? 
No, no. I, my thing is Smith that high scares me a little bit, man. And it's the same thing everyone else saying. And I know it's cliche. I know it's the bullshit being tossed around right now, but his weight just concerns me a little bit. He's a skinny that. dude. He's a, I get that. He's a small dude. And you know, there's not a Ty, everyone's like, Oh, Tyree kill Tyree kill. Well, Tyree kills a bit of an outlier, man. Like Tyree kill does that. You can't like Steve Smith was huge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that dude was just cut. He was a muscular dude. Edelman was hurt all the time. Welker was hurt all the time. Like I, and obviously he's way faster and more talented than those guys. Smith is, I'm just saying based on size. Um, so it makes me a little nervous. Jalen Waddle isn't all that much. Isn't much bigger. He's not all. No, no, he's not. He just looks, he just looks bigger. I don't know if it's like a more muscle thing or something like that, but he looks, you'd be surprised what 20 pounds will do, you know, or how that'll look in terms Mm -hmm. of like, He's a little bit shorter though, and I don't think he has as long of a as as wide of a wingspan. So I don't think his catch radius is as big as Smith's. But the biggest thing that sells me on Smith, and the reason I don't I'm not concerned about him getting hurt necessarily, he's a gifted route runner. He is very yeah. advanced at yeah. that. He's probably the he's the best route runner in the draft. Without, right? I don't think anybody can take that. I don't think anybody can take that away from him. Even if you think Chase is like head and shoulders best receiver, Smith's the best route runner in the draft. Yeah, without a doubt. This man, I've I've seen him. He he could literally uncover in a hall closet. Like he is just his feet are that great. His instincts are that great. And he has this ability. And I've seen it now. I've I've witnessed other people have seen it in the film as well where he sells defenders on fake routes and they bite. He sells them really well. So he makes them think he's going to break in when he breaks out. He's going to make them think he's going to break out when he breaks in. And that's how he consistently gets open. In fact, one of the things that escaped a lot of people's notice, uh, this man, of course, remember now he won the Heisman. He's on fourth receiver in nfl history to win that that uh well i guess it doesn't even matter nfl history football history he's the only fourth he's yeah. only the fourth receiver to win that award okay last one did it uh almost what was it 20 30 years ago 30 years ago we talked about this fairly recently it was tim brown right i think it was yeah the, sure I, did and yes it was 90 91, 90, 91 or yep. 90 91 and initially, this man got famous for catching Tua's second and 26 pass in double overtime versus Georgia in the 2018 National Championship game. Smith caught that pass. <laughs> yep. Okay, so there, there's so much. I get the size concerned because, yes, he is lightweight. But when you see how he moves, his, that stop and start ability, how his quick feet, his sure hands, He's a great pick. I think he's going to be a great receiver. And I mean, taking him at sixth overall is no more risky than taking Tua at five overall. Yeah. When you consider the yeah. situations. I, I, you listen, I wouldn't be mad at it. I think this is like a super talented draft for wide receiver, you know, weapons, offensive weapons. I think it's super, super deep, super top heavy, both. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's great from top to bottom. So I wouldn't be too upset about it. Um, but my thing is if we want Smith, I think we can get him a little later, maybe not 18, but I think did, they, they had to have came up the way that they did the, the moves that we made, the trades that we made, mm-hmm. I mean, I understand the San Francisco one was like some great value, yeah. but then the coming back up, that was curious. 
that had to be done with a purpose, right? They're targeting somebody. For sure. And just based on all the mocks, like, so Pro Football Talk's most recent mock, which came out like this morning, mm-hmm. um, and Savak, I'm sorry, we definitely don't want this to happen. They have uh, Devonta Smith going 15 to uh, the Patriots. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't yeah, tell yeah, me yeah, that. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah, know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not good. Um, other places also have the Patriots getting Justin Fields too. Uh, not two, but getting Justin Fields. So I mean, it could be bad either way. Um, I think we can move back a little bit if we wanted to target Smith. And I think the hopping up kind of like tells the story. And I just don't know whether it's, Hey, we're jumping up to attack the tackle again or the pass catcher. And again, this is, this depends, you know? Um, And I guess if it doesn't fall the way that we would like, we could always trade back. And I think uh, the, the, the best candidates already been identified for us. And that would be Denver. So we could trade back with uh, we could trade back with them. They come up to six. We go back to uh, wherever the nine, hell it is. nine nine, and yep. we could always take him there. And would you feel a little bit better about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I would most definitely. Uh, yeah, I I would be down with that for sure. Just just anything. And listen, it's only three spots. So, but give me like just a little bit more. You know what I mean? Just a little <laughs> bit more because what when I think of Devonta Smith. And listen, these dudes are apples to oranges. Mm-hmm. One, uh, but are they uh, okay? Ted Ginn Jr. is what I think of when I think of Devonte Smith at number six. Is us taking Ted Ginn Jr. very high, and me being very upset about it when it happened? Um, See, I disagree. I would compare him more favorably to Jalen Waddle. So if we took Waddle at six, I would feel the same uh, as when, okay. we took, when we took Ginn. All right, so maybe that's what I'm – well, then fine. I don't want either one of them way up there. I want <laughs> Chaser Pitts way up there. That's fine. You can compare them. With, that's fine. Waddle, then it is. I, I don't – I want Pitts or Chase up there. But um, fair. But I think the, the best takeaway here for us, man, and for everyone listening at home, in the car, wherever you are, um, we have some great options here, man, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we'd have to we would have to, you know, really, really try to screw this one up. Um, <laughs> one badly. would imagine. And I mean, a lot of people, you know, I use that line uh, <clears throat> the past couple of weeks like, hey, we would have to try to screw this up. And I had fans like, yeah, we had all these assets last year and we took Tua, like shit like that. So, I mean, people, you know, people aren't going to be happy no matter what happens Thursday Agreed. night. Look, dude, Um, it's impossible to make everybody happy. And uh, I guess like I wasn't necessarily I I wasn't actually I won't even say necessarily won't even give myself a little bit of out there, dude. I was not on board with the Tua selection. I I root for him because he's a dolphin now, but I didn't think it was a good idea to take him. I didn't I didn't like him at that spot. I didn't like the injury he was coming off of. I didn't like the situation. I didn't like anything about it, but. He's our guy now. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I bought into it just because it's our, our team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I kind of, I kind of jumped into it. Uh, Brian 
sold me on it quite a bit. He was very happy, like very locked. I remember he picked like the first three picks correct to win some contest or something. Like he was all over Tua and, and really hyped him up to me. Um, and you see the kid play every week cause it's Alabama. So you're like, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, but the injury, I mean, I guess you didn't really see him play every week because of the injury, but, um, and this is what really takes me back actually. And this is why who, who would you, who, who did you like? Eh, that's neither here nor there. Doesn't I, matter now. Yeah, okay. not not at all. I was I okay. want I was in favor of using those picks to build up the team so that we could just insert any quarterback. And if we were going to take one, I wanted a late round guy. Uh, I was looking at a young man out of Washington State. His name is Anthony Gordon. Yeah. Now he yeah, yeah. Had, I got his I got his rookie cards. Really? Around. He's in Seattle, right? Yeah. yeah no, not Seattle, anymore. Right? I got not anymore. Now he is in Kansas City. Which, oh that, coinc- that's even better yeah. coincidentally i said that too at that time i'm like he would make an ideal backup for yeah. patrick mahomes because he doesn't have mahomes's arm but he's got that play style yeah that's so, good yeah i got a really nice rookie card of his actually but it says seattle so i assumed mm-hmm. he was there that's that's good hopefully oh, yeah. he uh hopefully they work him into shape and and yeah i hope so i'd really like to see him uh, really like to see him succeed because he's been successful everywhere that he's been so yeah I, and i i think not getting the opportunity to take the field for the preseason last year uh kind of killed uh, any momentum that he had there in seattle so he didn't end up sticking around but now he's in kansas city and i i really hope he gets a shot because he's talented he's very accurate and i would have been on board with, with burning a late round pick on him just you know yeah, the fans would have burned burned the stadium down you know why you're talking about burning <laughs> stuff if we didn't take a quarterback up there if we you know it, even it had to be it had to be Herbert or to uh like you know what I mean it we had to do that or else everybody would have went nuts. I see what still, you're saying. Even still, everyone would have been mad. But yeah, that's why. For sure. I say, like it doesn't matter at this point now. But um. <laughs> so, so we're talking about building the team up, man. What yeah. then? What do you like at 18? Because then that's the, so that's where things really get actually interesting. Because if we stick at six, it's going to be Suell Pitts chase waddle or smith yeah but we're not going quarterback for the people out there like we're rolling the dice on a qb again that's just no insane. it's not happening no dude because if they do that that's admitting that you that you messed up last year and in which case we got problems yeah and that it, it, at that point chris greer might as well hand his resume in now and just head you're on just showing your own incompetence yeah yeah you you know what even if you don't believe in tua you have to just take somebody to help Tua here you have and to, hope he saves your ass. That's right. You and have hope, to yes. do whatever you can to make him successful. That's the that's yes. The it's exactly in now. It's exactly why I don't think Atlanta is taking a quarterback at four. That's why I think that's why I think we could get a wrench thrown in with who we have at six because I, Atlanta's probably not taking a QB. Mm-hmm. They'll either trade back for someone who's gonna take a, a QB or they're like hey we're working with right they want to try to extend their life a little bit there the management the, the, um, the funny the GM part about Atlanta. that is the funny part about that is, is like uh first of all i think it would be in their best interest to take a quarterback because i know maddie ice is still playing uh is playing at a high level but let's face it man he is on the back end yeah uh, how yeah. much longer do you think he's going to go and then the second part is usually staffs by themselves at least an extra year by getting a new quarterback 
you know? True, for sure. They get to, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I so think it I, would be in all th- of That's just interests. what I heard, though. I mm-hmm. For sure. That's just what I heard. You you could be right. That could be what, hap- what happens. Mm-hmm. That's just the kind of talks that I've heard around yeah. on different podcasts and shit. Well, they, I, I do think they're trying might, to though. just kick the can down the road a little bit. They want to see if they could still win with Matt. That's the key. Yeah. You know, and which I he, think you can. I think you can. I, but I think that I, their defense was a concern. I was yeah. I, well, whatever. Say, I was literally just about to say they need a defense. Yeah. You know, Matt yeah. can play as well as he wants, but if they don't have a defense, if they can't stop anybody, it doesn't matter. So, so the, that's why I think that kind of our pick is not all that exciting. Like we can narrow it down to five, six guys. What do you think's going on there at that at 18? Uh, what 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 do you want to happen? How about that? Instead of like what uh what you think's gonna happen, maybe first, what yeah. do you want to happen? All right, so everybody, you know, don't don't get all over me, but Najee don't Harris. Adam Najee Harris. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Give me Najee Harris. I think he'd be he's exactly what we've been missing at the position. We need a running back. We honestly probably should have addressed it last year. We didn't. That's all right. We have an opportunity this year. We can get him. He's big. He's fast. He's strong. He can run. He can catch. He has familiarity with Tua. He's a, he just seems like a slam dunk to me. Now, of course, this is coming from my purely uneducated and biased opinion, but I think that would be the route to go. That's what I would do. Personally. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what, okay. About, what about you? Tell me. Uh, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad at that at all. Like I've been screaming, you know, running back. This will be the second year in a row now. Mm-hmm. And I think that the whole running backs don't matter. You can get them. I think it's gone too far. It has. I think it's gone way too far. I understand not taking a running back in the top five, Yeah. but for some people to suggest that Najee Harris is going to drop to the second round. I, <laughs> I, that that's gone way too far. Agreed. I think 18, 18 would be perfect for him. I, I would love it. I, I would love it. Uh, I would love it. That's the, that's the, that's all I can really say, man. I I'll just repeat that over and over and over. There's some other, uh, there's some other ways that if they went, I wouldn't be all that set um, upset. Um, Cora Moa linebacker from Notre Dame. I like that. Um, Ooh, very nice. That might not be, that might be someone not many people have looked into. No, they're comparing him to Devin white man, sideline to sideline playmaker. Um, uh, being a Notre Dame fan, I've seen this dude 12 times a year for the past like three years. Mm-hmm. Um, the dude is a, a future like captain, um, on the, uh, on the defense and he's not, um, you know, he's not the edge rusher kind of joker, whatever we need, you know, the hybrid kind of linebacker hand down and stand up move, you know, like that people are looking for. Mm-hmm. He's more of, you know, he's your more like Zach Thomas, like we were talking about earlier, or Devin White, who I just mentioned. He's he's more sideline to sideline tackles, a little bit of coverage. He's not, you know, an edge or a pass rusher right. um, like people want, like like we kind of have a big need for. Um when it comes to that though, like, uh, that quitty pay from Michigan, um, your boy down there from Miami, uh, so I can never say it. Yes. Yep. Um, 
And then there was one more. What's his name? Uh, I'm looking through the. We got the a mock couple job. here. We got Jalen Phillips, uh, Ujalari. Did he drop? Did he drop he's... out of the first round? In the who? Uh, which which one? Which one? Oh no, I thought you were t- you said a name. Yeah, no, Jalen Phillips is who uh, Pro Football Talk has uh, actually mocked to yeah. us at 18. <laughs> That's I, what happened funny. to make a, What happened to Micah Parsons? Why uh, he's not in the first round now? All of a sudden, yes? I was looking to. That's a good point. Uh, let's see. Yeah, here. yeah. So I, I don't know. I would like Micah Parsons there as well, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at it. Um, man, I think Najee. I, you know, Harris, why not? Harris would just be a great fit. Again, the biggest issue that we had this past year was our offense. We needed weapons. We needed to be able to establish a consistent run game. We needed a number of things, and I think those issues can be addressed with those two picks. And I just think uh, I'm, I'm always in favor. Tua had his greatest success with some of these players that happen to be available. If we can bring as much of that into our offense as we can, then it's not too far-fetched to believe that we could maybe achieve some of that success that he had at Alabama. That makes sense? Yeah. No, I agree. And so that's kind of where I'm looking. looks like my, no, I still got Micah Parsons. He's still listed as a, uh, as a first round talent. Uh, okay. I did see his rather impressive numbers that damn, that man can move. That's, uh, that's something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a good ball player, man. I mean, he was literally, I mean, I've been looking at mocks every day, so I don't know how I missed it or, or when it happened, but a month ago he was in the top, 20 picks in every single mock. So it was weird not seeing him in one. Um, so I didn't know what happened. Um, I mean, listen, if we get into a trade bet, all right, would you, if we, what do you think of Elijah Moore since we're talking just drafts? I throw a name out there. You know what I'm talking about? Old Miss wide receiver. Um, you know anything about Elijah Moore? Elijah Moore specifically, I have not. Not, not like dive into like what he does well. Have you heard of him? Have you seen him play? I've seen the, I've heard his name before. I haven't seen him a whole lot. Uh, I do know that um, he may, he would be ideal for a slot receiver or kick returner. Uh, I don't know what his numbers are. I didn't see, uh, didn't get that. Um, I know he's agile and quick, but what you got for me? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, if, if it ends up being something where we trade back a little bit, mm-hmm. um, you know, everyone wants to top, you know, one of these top wired receivers and, and I too hope it happens, but just in like a trade back scenario, he's just a name that I saw mm-hmm. that, uh, that I liked. I, I think the kid's big, the kid's tough. Um, and, and I like him. There's what's his name too, Rashad Bateman from Minnesota that you and I have talked, you know, off the record about yep. before. And then um, I thought the one I thought you were talking about, the Rondale Moore. Oh, yes. So that's what we talked about before yeah. the show started. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's, a, that's a second round move. Yeah, that. That um, kid can fly. Yeah. My yeah, goodness. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I like him. I like Kadarius Tony out of, out of Florida. I thought he played particularly well. Um, I thought that uh, he would make a pretty fine – what's a addition to our offense. And then of course I was talking to you before we got started about a guy who probably nobody has really heard of unless they're a Florida state fan like myself, uh, Tamari and Terry, who was their leading receiver for a 
couple of years actually and he is big standing at six foot four 203 pounds and he was also very fast so he's a little bit raw as a route runner and because of how the circumstances surrounding his departure from florida state miami should be able to pick him up really late so um he would be a great addition. Uh, another one would be Marlon Williams out of UCF, six foot, uh, yeah, six foot, uh, man, even, 222 pounds. But he's also pretty fast and has a habit of catching passes that come within his uh, <laughs> his little bubble there. I know general not, vicinity. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people didn't uh, didn't watch him again. UCF. I I'm a fan. I love all the Florida teams. I can't help but watch them when they come on. Except for oh, yeah. <laughs> coincidentally, except for the Gators. I'm not a huge Gator fan. I mean, I'll watch them if as long as they're not playing one of the other Florida teams. But uh, UCF. Yeah, I forget. I think Marlon Williams. I forget where he had come from, but. Uh, He's a big slot receiver. Uh, he is very, he has terrific hands and ball skills and the ability to produce after the catch. I think that uh, he battles for every inch on that field. He would also be a very good addition that could be added later on in the draft. So I'd be looking at that in that direction. So there are options available. Uh, yes. Outside I, of the I, first round. I, I know we've been talking a lot of offensive weapons, playmakers. I just wanted to throw out uh, one name, uh, you know, because a lot of people, there's a big, you know, section of Miami Dolphins fans that want Sewell um, mm -hmm. at six and they want to bolster this line. Let me throw out one thing at you, or one name at you guys that's a very real possibility with our um, first, second round pick Alex Leatherwood from Alabama. Mm -hmm. um, I know another Alabama guy. Hey, um, at this point, I'm not against adding any of them. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I mean, what do you want? They're the best team in the country every single year. Like, yeah. why not? Why not get them? You know, you might as um, well. He's a mauler and they can put him. They can put him. you know, right tackle, left tackle. They might even be able to kick him inside. I don't know. I do know he can play both tackle spots. Um, and the dude's a mauler. Uh, he spent a little bit of time with two also. I don't think he was a starter back then. Mm -hmm. Um but, you know, he, he played on the same team as Tua. Uh, just a name, you know, in case we go up here and, and if we do go pass catcher, running back, or, you know, whatever, pass catcher, edge rusher, whatever. But, um, yeah, so, you know, I've said my piece regarding that. Let me ask you one thing, and then, you know, I'll give my take. Sure. Why don't – so so we have um, – let me pull this back up here so I don't go off of memory and sound like a dummy. Okay. So we have uh, picks 6, 18, and if you can go 36, give me that. But what's your dream ideal, not what you think happens, what you, Savak, you want to happen, number 6, 18, and if you got a guy at 36, give me that. Uh, yeah, let me say, uh, I'm going to go ahead and retread what I was already saying. I know we, we, the, we've we talked get, on it quite a bit, yeah, but yeah, so give if me we just something get, that's packaged up. Yeah. Give me Devonte Smith, Najee Harris, yep. and hell, Gregory Rousseau out of Miami. I'll take okay. an extra pressure there. Cause I, again, like we were saying in the very beginning of this, I don't think we need any more help on the offensive line. I believe we also signed a free agent or acquired somebody uh, for depth. So I think the offensive line is going to be fine. I think we need weapons and we need pass rush. And so 
those would be my three. If that, of course, this is give this is provided the board falls our way, you know, and that yes, we sir. could that yes, we could sir. still yeah. that we could still grab Rousseau at thirty six. All right. How about um, you? So I, I, sorry, I was looking up some stuff to go with for number thirty six there, because um, I'm a little torn on that. So let me go. Who you you said Smith, right? Is yeah. what you want at six? Yeah. Yeah. So I want Pitts. I, I want Pitts. I I would be okay with Chase, but if I had to pick one of them, I'm gonna go with with Pitts. I just think. Gasecki, Pitts lined up across from each other. Even like Gasecki in line, uh, Pitts in the slot, both of them on the line, both of them out wide in a four wide receiver set. Like, I think it's just like a matchup nightmare we can do with these dudes, especially we grab someone, one of these fast, you know, wide receivers in the slot. One of these guys we just talked about. Mm -hmm. If we grab one of them at 36, man, we could be doing some real damage uh, uh, matchup-wise. Agreed. I'm going to stick – I a month ago, I would have said Parsons or our linebacker from Notre Dame that we just discussed. I always screw up his name, so I'm not – for three years, I've screwed his name up. So without going back and looking at it to spell it or, like, you know, give it to you verbatim, I'm not going to even try to say it. Or Parsons, him, if we're not going that route – I want Najee. I want Najee as well. You, you sold me on it a month ago, but I think the hate's just gone too far, man. Like it has. We want to. Throw- we have. We have so devalued the running back position, and we used to. It was funny because it used to be considered the most important position, you know. And now you're still looking. You still see it out there these days, where it's like the teams with a consistent run game are the ones that end up being the most successful. The ones that are able to eat clock and control the clock. Yeah. They win ball games. And uh, I just, yep. I, it's hard for me to see a scenario in which Harris comes, joins our offense and does not make it that much better, you know? Yeah. And he's going to, uh, the dude's got a good work ethic. He's a monster. The dude lives in the gym. And let's not like, forget, he's coming out of Alabama, which has basically been running back you. For that's I don't a fact. Know, how friggin' long? I, I just tweeted a picture about that the other day. I think it was their running back room back in 2013, and it featured yeah. uh, who'd they have? Derek Henry, um, Kenyon Drake was there. Uh, yep. Who is this young? There was a, who is that? There was guy? a couple guys that transferred out, so it was hard to. It's hard to like. They're standing at the end zone. Yeah, yeah, the back yeah, of the yeah. end zone. Yeah, I, I forget who, who's who, all. Uh, who's the guy from New Orleans? They're they're running back right now. Kamara. Yep. Alvin Kamara. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And then of course, after them came Josh Jacobs and, <laughs> and now for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, after yeah, them. After, yeah, yeah. yeah. So now it, it's hard for me to, I was imagine. thinking of Brandon Jacobs. <laughs> when you said Josh Jacobs throwback. He went to Wisconsin though. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, see, so it's hard for me to imagine that Harris is not going to be successful as an NFL I, running back. I got to find that picture again too, because yeah, we, we missed a guy or two and it's hard because not all of them graduated or got drafted from Bama. A couple guys transferred out. Like, right. I don't think Drake ever really played any serious time there. I think no, Drake he transferred. Was, he he would, no, he, I think he was there for the, for the entirety that him and Derek Henry oh, was he? in the same draft, but 
uh, Kenyon was always the backup. He was always the relief. Okay. What, one or two of the guys in that pick didn't finish their career at Bama, if I just off of memory from seeing it. But yeah, Najee at 18, I just think you can't go wrong with it. Um, I think the whole thing about like, that's cool. Like, don't take a running back top five, like, is what I think is like a good rule to go with. That's fair. We're getting too, we're getting too ridiculous when we're talking. No running back might go in the first round because there's some good ass running backs, man. We haven't talked about uh, Trevor uh, or Etienne, Uh um, or we haven't talked about Chubba Hubbard or whatever his name, Bubba Hubba. (laughs) <laughs> um from oklahoma state hubba hubba. um there was another one uh javante williams is that his name something like that from north carolina uh-huh. yeah so watch yeah. out for miami taking and the kid other kid carter williams or yeah, the other I was kid just from about north to carolina. say the other one from north carolina My, too, michael carter we had both of them at the uh senior bowl naturally was very excited about uh one of the two of them i forget and who it you was had there. ohio state's trace sermon Yep, sermon. Yep, but it, the, so there's some depth there, so they could go, you know, whatever with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, at 36, let me give you a name we haven't talked about: uh, Zaven Collins, Holy. linebacker from Tulsa. Okay. Um, yeah. So he's a coverage linebacker. Um, he's a big boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's your old school middle linebacker, man. And again, another dude that could be the captain of a defense. If you, uh, if our listeners, if you're not out there, the dude, he's gained 11 pounds since he last weighed in for the NFL. So this dude's been working his ass off and trying to get bigger. People were saying he was undersized. If he can move the way that he moves still with this extra weight. Now, um, this dude's going to be a problem and yeah. he's, uh, he, he can be had for the low in the draft. So anybody listening out there, if you're not familiar with Zavin Collins out of Tulsa, get familiar, go check this kid out, watch his tape. Um, this dude's all over the field. He's a, he's a playmaker in every sense of the word. Um, Ain't that the truth? So that, you know, that'd be nice out for of, me. Coming out of a uh, high school uh, where he was a four-year starter at quarterback, linebacker, and safety, uh, he was the only division one uh, Tulsa was the only division one program to offer him a scholarship, but he does seem to be, I mean, pretty impressive. You look at him, he's t- standing at six foot four, 260 pounds. This is not a small dude. So definitely no. if he can, if he can maintain that speed at that size, this is a very dangerous defender. I would love to see him on our, on our defense. He could only accent it, only make it better. So, uh, yep, that's that. That's kind of the direction I'm looking at. So, wait, did we ever niche down your three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's what we just did, right? Okay, just making sure. Cool. Yeah, I, I – no, yeah, I want Pitts. Yep. Najee. And I'm going to go with Collins at okay. 36. Even Collins. I like that. Um, it's a good answer. So, what do you think? What do you think of this? We kind of went off of the uh, Miami Dolphin beaten path a little bit. I know um, – we had discussed our own like sports, you know, mm-hmm. show we were kicking around. Like, you know, we want to talk basketball on the fanatics podcast <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. But, but what did you think about us kind of going into, especially, you know, the jets or AFC East, they affect us, you know, and exactly. Stuff. That is what you think about going outside of the dolphins 
world a little bit. I, I liked it. I thought it. I thought it goes well. I love it. Doesn't bother me not one bit, and especially if you get there naturally, which we managed to do. You know, um, yeah. and I I do like what you said there. The Jets do. We they they affect us in some way. We do have to play them twice a year, so the quarterback they take is going to be of some importance to us. You know, I would prefer, <laughs> honestly, that they take Zach Wilson as opposed to Justin Fields because of the reasons that I said before. I think Justin, I think uh, Zach Wilson is going to have a turnover issue early on trying to play hero ball the same way Sam Darnold did. And uh, yeah. he's been prone to making throws like that, flowing to his left and throwing, you know, throwing right and throwing to his right and throwing across his body and making all those throws that drive head coaches crazy. That sort of thing is not going to look very good, at least early on in the NFL. Now, can he adjust? There's a possibility, of course. There's always a possibility. There's always some ceiling there, but it's whether or not he's able to do it. Now, that that's really going to come down to their coaching staff because it doesn't seem like they've got anything uh, special in the way of a veteran mentor. So. Yeah. I don't know exactly what he's got to work with. And again, since he's kind of going to the I guess the assumption is that he's going to be rushed into action. So he's not really going to get, he's going to have to do his, his learning on the job, you know, and that's never yeah, a pretty I mean, sight. So no, 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 no. But it's, it, you know, as long as he doesn't get hurt, mm -hmm. you know, some it's, it's, it's a good way to, you know, uh, kind of learn on the fly you know absolutely take, take your lumps take your lumps and learn but as long as the kid's not getting hurt see, you know? sam darnold learned his way all the way to carolina yeah i not <laughs> no now everyone's like all high on him now everyone loves darnold i know everyone's excited about him <laughs> I, yeah oh um, poor jets fans you, you got you got anything else buddy or what no i think that's about it man i think we done we nailed everything that we had uh, intended to talk about and then of course some things that we didn't intend to talk about but it just happens because it comes up naturally uh, and yeah. that's again you know reflecting on that question that you were asking I like that you know yeah. I don't I don't know I how agree. everybody else feels you know maybe they're like oh only talk about the dolphins I mean don't get me wrong dolphins are my team as you can see from all the damn memorabilia but uh, I'm a I am a football fan I'm a Florida fan not not the Florida Gators, as in I'm talking the state. I love my state and I love all the teams within it. But uh, so I will be prone to talking about them often. Actually, I've brought up UCF before and FSU on, <laughs> on this podcast. Hey, if people, you know, hey, give us some feedback. What do you what do you guys want to hear? What do you guys not want to hear? Because you know, we're we're Savak and I talked before the show. Mm -hmm. um, I'm definitely looking, and I mean, we're both definitely looking to kind of get back into this groove here. Yep. Um, you know, there, there's just not a lot to talk about that for the past four months. Like, we don't like to just come on here and spit hot air, and you know, and make up these takes and manufacture bullshit. Like, yeah. I want to talk about some stuff. Like yeah. now we're kind of getting into the season where there's going to be some stuff. Summer's a little slow. So you won't hear from us. You won't hear from us every week, but you know, once, once we get close and it's ready to go, I'm, I'm, I'm locked in. I'm ready to go every week, man. Yeah. You know, Doing I'm this. ready to do whatever. It's on. So, so we're just trying to find our footing again, get back into the groove. Obviously, you know, everybody knows we we've been through the ringer here a little bit with, yeah. uh, you know, emotionally, um, not complaining there's people way worse off than 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 me i know that i assume as well for savak for um, sure 
Um, so yeah, hey, let's get it. Let us know. Let us know what you want. We'll 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 we'll, we'll try to make it work. Yeah. And hey, if you want to shut it down, that's fine. I will go ahead and take that Florida football stuff to my YouTube channel, anyways. You know. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, no, we'll just continue to talk about it. We're not here I to know. do what other people want us to do. So that that's that's just to make it sound nice. Hey, what do you guys want to hear? Like, come on, man. It's listen, it's fun. It's you know, we're I think we do this pretty well. I think I would you know? I would say so. Hell, I think my dog agrees. She just shook her head at me. Yeah. I think that that counts as a yes. You all saw it. Actually, I think so. nobody saw it, but you know. <laughs> I believe it. I'm gonna count it. it. Talk, give her an extra treat for that one. That's right. Good girl. Look at you. Um, so yeah, well, uh, yeah, we got the draft Thursday, man. Maybe we try to, uh, you know, I'm going to get on Twitter, mm-hmm. maybe do like a, uh, a live video while the, our picks being, you know, um, announced, maybe do like an instant reaction, something like that. That'd be cool. I'll, uh, and then you can hop on after give your instant reaction out, something like that um for those of y'all that aren't going to see it like i said i will be on the uh, live stream with the welcome to perfect build gentlemen uh that will be i think they they, they're going to start streaming like right before the draft starts or something like that and i don't i think they're going all night i'm not 100 percent sure i will be in and out of there (laughs) i intended to make sure uh yeah we'll be we'll be we'll retweet that we'll get that out too on the fanatics account Mm -hmm. um and then uh, they will also. I will also be appearing on the Finn Maniacs live stream on day three. Uh, you know, and we'll see what what's happening there. I don't know exactly when. Actually, I do. I just don't have it on hand. Just go tune into the whole thing, anyways, just in case. So you don't want to miss so, any of that. Still, so and yeah, well, I'll, I'll be dropping instant reactions on Twitter. We'll get Savak to to you know. We'll make sure we get his stuff out that he's doing with Perfect Welcome to Perfectville, and uh, and then yeah, maybe we'll drop we'll drop something Monday. We'll yeah. come back with our uh, with our breakdown and analysis of what happened. Hopefully, we come back with some good news, and then yeah, we get ready to start rocking and rolling into the uh, NFL season here, baby. That's the goal. Let's come back from this draft super excited and super amped up even more so than we were last year. Yeah, this one's even bigger. Hell Let's yeah. Go. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, we appreciate you guys stopping by and listening to us. Uh, it's always a it's – a, it's a, honestly, it's an honor, you know. Uh, so it really is. Hey, keep please keep listening. We love it, and we love doing what we're doing here. We do what we do for all of you. So I guess wherever you're listening, go on there and leave us a nice review. I haven't said that in a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so again, for all of us here at the Fin Addicts, uh, I guess we'll just go out on the fins up, right? Fins up, baby. <laughs>